guys, it's Pastor Rebecca, and I'm coming at you with another podcast. I hope that you guys have had a wonderful weekend, and I hope that you've had a great start to your Monday. Thank you again to everybody who is listening, everyone who is tuned in. Please share it with your family, your friends, people that you know that need to be encouraged, and let's talk about some truth. Let's grow in our relationship with the Lord. So I'm going to start off by reading a verse, and it is Proverbs um, 18.21, and it says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. Okay? So I was rebuked by someone recently um, because I talked to them about how (laughs) the tongue, just like what the Bible says, there's power of life and death in the tongue. And I was rebuked because they were like, oh, no, you know, you're taking it too far. It's not true um, because I was talking to them about how important it is to speak life over yourself and how important it is to um, make sure that you don't receive things that people will speak over you. Because one thing that we don't pay attention to as much anymore today is language, is is what we say, how we say it. Um I guess let's go back and look at some things. Let's look at this verse, okay? So first of all, death and life. Those are two very big things, death and life, okay? Uh, That isn't something that's light. Um, You know, if you bring up the term of death or the idea of death, a lot of people don't like to talk about death. They don't like to think about death. Um, Death is uh, is, a powerful thing, but so is life. And we know that, that Christ is life and that Christ conquered death. But when it talks about death and life being in your tongue, I want you to think about how often your tongue moves throughout the day. Think about how many words roll off of your mouth. And words, uh, the words that we say, we say words over ourselves. We say words over other people. You know, we say, we talk all the time. And, you know, in the Bible, things, there are things that were very real. There were curses, um, you know, people could speak curses over other people and 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 words were very important you know they were they were so much more important to people back then um, because your word was something that it was a it was a something of honor you know if you gave your word to someone um, you kept it and God you know made covenants and pacts and and it was you know the words that you say are very very important and today we they are just as important we just don't value them anymore as a culture because our we've allowed our language to become so perverse that anything we let anything and everything roll off of our tongue and it is extremely important what you say so I want you to think about this all right how did God create the world how did he create things he created it by what speaking we're made in the image of God okay um, we are not God we are made in his image we are a reflection of God and if God has power in his tongue and his words why don't we think that we don't have power in our words when the Bible clearly says, hey, you either your tongue is either producing life or it's producing death. And we love to say just things in culture sometimes. And me and my fiance have really been really been thinking about the words that are, that are coming out of our mouth. OK, because there are, for example, you know, one thing that uh, that people say, and I know some people may say it's going too far, but I, I don't because of what the Bible says. Bible talks about words are important. Um, I know some people that will speak sickness over other people um, all day long. 
you know, oh, well, you have this, or maybe it's this, or maybe it's that, or you're, or, or you don't look well, or you look sick, or you look this, or you look that. And let me tell you, as a child of God, as a child of God, you don't have to receive what people say over you. Okay. You don't have to receive that. Um, some people get offended when I talk about that because they're like, well, you're just denying reality. You're just this. No, no, no. You know, speak life over yourself. You know, um, two things come either either death or life you have a choice you 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 have a choice with your tongue what you choose to say so you can either speak life and you can birth life with your tongue or you can speak death and birth death so it comes down to the things that we say negativity versus positivity you know i know people i know people personally that um all they do is speak sickness over themselves and what's the result they stay sick uh, I know some people that will speak over themselves and say that they that they don't feel well, that they have headaches, that they have this, that they have that, and it's just constant. It's never positive. It's never life-giving, and they stay sick all of the time. But then they want to turn around and say, oh, but that doesn't have anything to do with what the Bible says about the the power of the tongue. Oh, it has everything to do with it. It has everything to do with it because it, it says that you bear fruit with your tongue, okay? You can either bear the fruit of death or you can bear the fruit of life. I also know people that speak um, uh, life over themselves and healing and blessings, and guess what? They're healed. They, you know, it doesn't mean that they don't, they, they may not struggle with things, but, but the words that they say affect them because there is power. There is power in what we speak and what we say. There's lots of things as a culture that we say that we don't really think about very much because we say them jokingly. Okay. Um, somebody will say, you know, like if, if, and I don't know where these things come from. I think they come from Satan personally. Um, but uh, it, what was really popular is over the last year or two is that if somebody said something really fun, funny or, or posted a meme or something, somebody would turn around and, and post um, and say they're dead, you know, and post a skull and laughing faces. Think about what you just said. You literally just spoke death over yourself. Okay. Um, and again, I know some people are like, oh, that's going too far. That's going too far. But is it? Because according to the Bible, your words have power. According to the Bible, your tongue has power in it. So whenever you speak something into the air, you are birthing something, whether it's over yourself, whether it's over other people. And uh, and I'm guilty of it, too. There are times where I've said things about people, um, you know, behind closed doors, and God's really convicted me of it. And he's like, don't speak that over someone else, you know. But see, the issue that I have is some is people want to take the Bible and they want to apply it to certain things. And they want to apply it to things that make them feel good, to things that don't hold them accountable. Because there are some people that will say, oh, uh, uh, the there's power of life and death in the tongue, but only for certain situations, that doesn't, that doesn't, it doesn't mean that, you know, people can actually speak sickness over you. Yes, they can. And people don't necessarily do it intentionally because they don't take the Bible serious. They don't take the Bible seriously. Or people can, can speak curses and speak things. You know, that's why God tells us, bless your enemies, don't curse them. You know, he talks about, um, 
the importance of the tongue, the words that we say. He talks about, you know, swearing in the New Testament, you know, let your yes be yes and your no be no. God would never tell us things like that if our words didn't have power, if our words didn't didn't do things or or cause things to happen. If you think about Jesus, um, you know, there are, uh, it was the faith of the centurion, I believe, that came to him and said, hey, you know, my, I have someone that needs to be healed. I think it's my master or whatever that needs to be healed. And uh, I've come to you for healing. And, and uh, he said, um, but he said, Jesus, you don't have to come and heal him because I know authority and rank. I recognize that. And he said, I know that all you have to do is all you have to do is speak it and he'll be healed. He recognized the authority in Jesus's voice and the authority in his words that all he had to do was speak it. He didn't even have to be there in the room for healing to take place. And, uh, and Jesus was like, dude, your faith is as like, I love your faith, you know? Um, because he understood, he understood. And you know what Jesus, and you know what the, the, um, that person was healed and Jesus didn't even have to be there. You know, some people say, well, nobody, you know, some people don't even believe in the laying on of hands for people to be healed. And then, but then some people are like, oh, you have to lay hands on them. You can't just speak it because for some reason, I, I don't know why we don't believe that the Bible, why don't we believe that the Bible is what it says it is, you know? And I think a lot of it is because people don't want to be held accountable for their words. We don't want to be held accountable for the things that we say. We want to be able to shoot our mouth off. We want to be able to be sarcastic, which, by the way, um, a lot of sarcasm, the Holy Spirit told me, was just a negative spirit, you know, just negativity. Um, we want to be able to shoot our mouth off and say everything that we want to say and, and not think about the consequences. But then we turn around and get angry when, you know, we we're struggling with things or whatever in our life because we've spoken things over ourselves or or we've received things over ourselves. I have you know I have I have known people that have have been told um, by physicians, you know, you have this sickness, and uh, they'll say I don't receive that. Now I used to laugh at that a long time ago. A long time ago, I used to laugh at that. I used to be like, "Oh my gosh, that's that's them living in denial." Da 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 da. But now I understand because what you accept from people, what what you receive from people, becomes your reality. And she said, she said she didn't. She said, "I, I don't." And she didn't say it disrespectfully, but she just said, "I don't receive that." She's like, "I don't receive illness. I don't receive that." And you know what? turns out that they did another scan on her and she was healed because she chose, she understands the power of words and what you receive, uh, you know. Um, now, what it doesn't apply to is if you've done something wrong and somebody tells you the truth and then you're like, oh, I reject that. I don't receive that. Well, you know, I'm talking about in terms of truth, in terms of things, you know. Um, and so it's important what you say over yourself. You know, a lot of... Um, a lot of times, you know, when we look in the mirror and things like that, and we'll, we'll say things internally about ourselves, about things that we don't like and, and, and things like that, you know, that affects you. It affects you. It affects you. It affects your mind. It affects your mentality. And, but when you have, you know, uh, if you have uh, words of life to speak over yourself, words of life about how you look and about how, you know, that, that you're smart and that you're, I mean, if you put two kids, if you take two kids and you put them uh, with uh, two sets of parents, okay, one set of parents praise it, one set of parents encourages that kids and speaks life over their kid's life and the other set of parents 
speaks death over their kid and never speaks life over them and speaks horrible things over them, which kid do you think is going to succeed? Why? It's the one who was encouraged because life flows from the tongue and they were speaking life to the child. And so then the child started to receive life. But that's why you, when you see kids that come to school and they bully and they fight and they do all this stuff, it's because a lot of times they're in homes, they're in homes full of death where there's either abuse going on, there's negative words, there's all kinds of things that are spoken over that child and into that child. Either the child's bullied themselves and, and they're called stupid and mean and dumb and everything else, and they're receiving that. So then they become a carrier of death, and then they go into school and they do the same thing, and they speak it over other people because the power of the tongue is real. It's real. What you say matters. What I say matters. I know someone one time, I know someone personally who was struggling with low magnesium levels. And I told them, I said, speak life over your magnesium levels. For a month, speak life. They were low. They stayed low. And they couldn't, you know. So this person started speaking life over their, over their magnesium levels. They started speaking, my, magne my magnesium levels are high. My magne magnesium levels are perfect. They're good. And kept speaking over that. And do you know, that person came to me in a month and said they're the highest they've ever been. They didn't even have to get a magnesium, uh, a bag of magnesium. Why? Because it works. Why does it work? Because the Bible says it works. <laughs> you know? And so I challenge you today, the words that you say matter. What you receive matters. You don't have to receive when, you know, when people come to you and they try, because people, unfortunately, here's the thing. God works through people, but so does Satan. And God will work through people, you know, uh, that you partner with in your life to help keep you accountable. Iron sharpens, sharpens iron that will speak life over you. They will bring discipline and, and, and constructive criticism into your life from, from the Lord. But then you have people that are out there that will speak a bunch of nonsense over you. And sometimes that can be very serious. That's why in church, a lot of times, if the church is operating in right order, it doesn't just let anybody grab the microphone on Sunday and testify or speak. Because they understand that if the word is not from the Lord, if it's from the enemy, it can do damage and it releases a spirit into the atmosphere. You know, whether it's a spirit of depression, negativity, heaviness, whatever it is, witchcraft, whatever it is. So a house that I believe operates in right order is if somebody says, hey, I've got something I want to share or I need to say or whatever. They go talk to someone in the house who is wise and spiritually discerning who can say, okay, this is from the Lord. Okay, this is not from the Lord. Um, because again, the, the power of life and death in the tongue, it's, it's extremely important. Um, what, what you allow people to speak over you, you know, um, because there are some people that don't know how and how to speak positivity over themselves. So they, they're full of negative, they're full of negative thoughts, negative words. So then they'll come to you and want to speak the same negativity. And you have every right to look at them and say, no, <laughs> no. No, I don't receive that from you. I don't receive that. I'm not going to believe that. And if you want to believe that for yourself, then that's what you choose to do. But you're not going to speak that over me, over my purpose, over my mind, over my body. You're not going to do that. Okay? Um, but yeah, me and my fiance, we were accused the other day of um, of, of rebuked for it and, and, and everything. And I'm like... No, you know, the thing is, is people want to take the Bible and apply it to certain parts of their life when it suits them. They don't mind if the death, the, the verse that death and life is in the power of the tongue. They don't mind using that verse when, you know, um, 
an enemy is talking, somebody's gossiping them or talking about them and they like to quote that, you know, verse, but they don't want to believe it when it's about themselves, you know. Spirits have a voice. I uh, used to, a long time ago, struggle with depression, a spirit of depression. And God taught me how to how to cast that off of myself and overcome it because the Lord told me, Depression has a voice. It speaks to you. Anybody that has depression knows that you. it speaks to you. It tells you things about yourself. It tells you things about yourself, about your situation, and it has a voice. And the way that God told me to overcome it is he said, first of all, you overcome it by the blood of the lamb and the word of your testimony. And then he also said, he said, the Bible says to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So you need to renew your mind. So I would get out a piece of paper and every morning, I did this for probably a week or week and a half, I would write down truths about God God is good. God is faithful. God loves me. God is my protector. God will never leave me. And then underneath, I would write truths about myself. Even if I didn't necessarily believe them at the time, I would, I would be like, I'm a beautiful woman. I am smart. I, I was a, you know, I was a kids pastor at the time. I'd say I was a one, I'm a wonderful kids pastor. I have a purpose. And I, what I would do is every morning, three times, I would read those out loud to myself. And do you know that the spirit of depression left me? Why? Because I replaced words of death, a spirit that spoke words of death in my mind. I replaced it with the power of the Holy Spirit and with the word of God and the words of God. Okay. I, re- I replaced them. I replaced the words. I replaced the voice. I replaced the tongue that was speaking over myself from a spirit that was speaking death over me to life in the word being spoken over me. Guys, this stuff is real. This is real. There's so many people today that are struggling and they don't understand why. And they don't understand that they are birthing things in their life with their own tongue. They're birthing things in their life with their own tongue. And they're like, why am I struggling with this? What is your speech like? What do you say? What do you say over yourself? Okay. What about other people? What are you saying over other people? You know, what are you speaking over other people? Are you speaking um, are you praying for their repentance? Are you are you speaking health and wellness and life? Or are you cursing them left and right? You know, my fiance said something that was really, really eye-opening the other day. Curse words. Why do you think they're called curse words? <laughs> there are curses attached to them. And think about all of the movies that we that we watch that have curses left and right. It's, and, and it gives access to a cursing spirit. When you see people, I was watching live PD, man. I was watching live PD uh, last night and today some. And I mean, it's amazing the people that just beep, 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 just cursing left and right. Cursing other people, cursing themselves, cursing this, the things that they say. And people think it doesn't affect their life, but it does. It does affect your life. So if you want to experience more life in your life, speak life. Speak life over yourself. Speak life over your finances. Speak life over your family. Um, women, speak life over your husband, your fiance, your children. Husbands, speak speak life. Speak life over your marriage. I know people that have had that have had broken relationships, and they have spoken life over them, and they have seen the the seemingly impossible happen. They've seen relationships repaired, all because they changed the words that they spoke, and. 
Here's another thing too, guys. So we've talked before about separating people, separating the spirit from the person. If you see someone who's under the influence of a spirit, whether it's a spirit of rage, whether it's a spirit of alcoholism, of witchcraft, whatever, okay? Remember to separate the person from the spirit, okay? Because the Bible says we don't wrestle with flesh and blood. We wrestle against uh, spiritual wickedness in high places. We wrestle against principalities. So you have to separate the two and understand that there's a person there, even if they're under the influence of a spirit. So curse Curse the spirit. I will always say, curse the evil spirit. Bless the person. Curse the evil spirit to death. Bless the person to life. Because the, there's a person there that has a soul. And they um, they will spend eternity in either heaven or hell. So, And I know it's hard to separate them sometimes. But... That, But that's how you pray for people. You curse any spirits of wickedness in them. You curse any spirits that you know that are on them. But then you bless the person you pray for their repentance. God, I pray for their repentance. I pray that they come to know you. I pray that they're this. That's how you can use um, the curse. You know, you can curse. Curse evil. If you're going to curse, curse evil spirits. Curse. Don't curse people. Curse evil spirits. And curse the spirits in the world, like the spirit of Antichrist that's in the world. The spirit of witchcraft is huge, one that I hate with an absolute passion. Curse that. Curse spirits of of curse spirits of negativity and depression and doubt. You know, I mean there's you know, curse if you're gonna curse something, curse the enemy. Okay? But pray for people. Pray for people. And trust me when I tell you it is hard to do sometimes. It's hard to make that separation. But every but there are people that, that are gonna everybody, every person on this earth is gonna spend eternity in either heaven or hell. And you need to we need to pray for people. Even the people that are closest to us that hurt us and and, and curse us and don't understand, you know. But again, you don't have to receive what people speak over you. You don't have to receive that. Do not think. And people may get mad. They may get pissed off at you. They may reject you. They may say, well, you're wrong. Why well, don't this? Blah, blah, blah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You you receive, don't, don't receive anything that the enemy tries to speak over you through other people or through yourself. Check your thoughts. Check your heart. Is Are there things in your heart that you need to deal with? Have you received the love and identity of the Lord? Or, or are you, have you given access to a spirit in your mind where all you, all you receive is negativity about yourself? If that's the case, then you're speaking death over yourself. You're speaking negativity over yourself. And you need to change. Go to Psalm 139. Read about how God, what God thinks about you. You know, speak that over yourself. The word of God is extremely powerful. It's living. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. I read that today. Um, it's living. It is living. If it's And if it's alive, that means that when we quote the word of God and we speak the word of God, stuff happens because it's living, because it's alive. We either, this is the thing, y'all, we either believe the Bible or we don't. And I'm so sick of people being, being one foot in and one foot out. They believe the Bible when it's convenient for them, but when it's not convenient for them, they absolutely reject it. And it's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And I know God's tired of it because God's like, I don't need any lukewarm people in my life. I don't need any lukewarm believers. You're either hot. I'd rather you be cold. If you're going to be cold, be cold. If you're going to be hot and on fire for me, be hot and on fire. Quit. Don't do this lukewarm mess where you try to live one foot in the world and one foot in church where you all believe the Bible some of the time, but not all of the time. You either believe the Bible or you don't. You either trust God or you don't. You either have faith in God or you don't. There, are, there, is, no, there is no gray area <laughs> in Christianity. You're either all in or you're all out. And that's something that we have to, you know, that, that each person has to decide. 
Um, but anyway, that's all, that's all I got for you guys today. Um, so think about the words that you say. Think about things that we say in culture. You know, um, there's a lot of things that we say in culture and, and that we think are funny, but think about the spiritual implications that they have. Okay. Um, even Jesus said in the word, I only speak when my father tells me to speak. That's something that's really hard for us because we love as people to run our mouths and speak. But think about that. Think about that. Jesus said, I only speak when my father tells me to speak. That's powerful. You know, and it's and it really does make you think. Do we talk too much? Do we run our mouths? Is a lot of the problem in our life because we're running our mouths instead of being careful with our words, instead of watching what comes out, instead of watching what we receive in. So I challenge you guys, be watchful. Think about the words that you say. You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised if you just wrote down words that you said over yourself throughout the day. You'd be surprised at the things that you say over yourself and the things you say of other people. And it will bring conviction on you and it will really make you um, uh, pray for wisdom and discernment and, and words and, and to know. The Bible says there's a time to speak and a time to be silent, I believe. And so um, it will really make you think about that. So, all right, guys, I love you. Um, let me pray really quickly for you. Thank you, God, so much for your, the truth of your word and that your word is living and that it's active and that it's sharper than any two-edged sword. God, I pray in Jesus' name, Lord, that um, that you would just open our eyes, open the eyes of our spirit, man, to understand the importance of words and what we say, that we also have the authority not to receive things that people have spoken over us or speak over us because, God, you, you say that we are fearfully and wonderfully made and created in your image, Lord. And um, I just pray, Father God, in, in Jesus' name, that you would help us to be um, life givers with our tongue. And God, that we would curse evil and curse evil spirits, but that we would pray for people, Father God, that that no one would, would um, spend an eternity separated from you. We love you and give you all the honor, for there is no other God like you. And uh, you are the one true God, and I praise your name for it in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, guys, have a very, very blessed Monday, and I will see you later.